In this bulletin, countries welcome 2024 with New Year fireworks and celebrations. Tributes for Australian journalist John Pilger after his death at the age of 84. And in football, Melbourne Victory finished the year at the top of the A-League men's table. With the latest SBS News, I'm Biwa Kwan. Crowds crammed into vantage points for Sydney Harbour's world-renowned fireworks with revellers welcoming 2024. The night's festivities over, another year of uncertainty has dawned, with hangovers from 2023 of extreme weather, cost of living woes and unaffordable housing. These revellers watched the fireworks for the first time from the Sydney Harbour foreshore. They told SBS they're hoping for good things in 2024. For me, particularly and personally, it's just be kind to everyone, be considerate, and you'll be kind to others and people will be kind to you, that's it. I decided to just change it up, start a new year, looking different, everything different, and why not? I'm just starting uni, so I have high expectation for my school life and everything else going on good in my life, yes. In his New Year's message, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese says he's hopeful and optimistic about Australia's economic conditions in 2024. He pointed to falling inflation, jobs growth and wages increasing, and he flagged further cost-of-living relief measures for lower- and middle-income earners in the new year. And other countries in the Asia-Pacific have welcomed the new year. In Japan, on the grounds of the Zojoji Temple in Tokyo, priests and members of the public took turns swinging a wooden pole against the huge bell to ring in 2024. The tolling of bells at midnight is an ancient tradition for Buddhists who believe that humans are born with 108 worldly desires and that these are removed when a bell is struck 108 times. Taiwanese tourist Amanda Liu says she has clear goals for the new year. some pray in a temple, the event is really peaceful. That's why we come. I pray the first one is my family all healthy and happiness, and second is my business is successful, and third is my relationship is love-love. Uh, <laughs> Heavy rainfall is expected to batter parts of Australia's east coast today, with flood-ravaged communities bracing for more potential flash flooding. Residents of Queensland's far southeast, including the Gold Coast, Coolangatta, Tambourine Mountain and Springbrook, were on high alert on Sunday night with a severe weather warning forecasting locally intense rainfall. The Bureau of Meteorology has forecasted three to six hourly rainfall totals between 80 millimetres and 160 millimetres. 24-hour rainfall totals could exceed 200 millimetres in some areas, with more likely around the ranges. Residents and medics in central Gaza say Israeli jets have intensified attacks on the area as battles range through the rubble of towns and refugee camps in a war that Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu said would take many more months to end. Mr Netanyahu's comments signal no let-up in a campaign that has killed many thousands and levelled much of Gaza, while his vow to restore Israeli control over the enclave's border with Egypt raises new questions over an eventual two-state solution. Julia Toomer from the United Nations Relief and Works Agency for Palestine Refugees says an immediate humanitarian ceasefire is needed to stop the airstrikes and to allow more aid through. 
As the world counts down to the new year, there's another countdown that's happening in Gaza, and that's the countdown against the risk of looming famine, which could happen in the coming few weeks if no more food supplies come into Gaza, adequate food supplies. Veteran investigative journalist and documentary filmmaker John Pilger has died at the age of 84. A statement from his family posted on X, formerly Twitter, said Mr Pilger died on New Year's Eve in London. The statement said while his journalism and documentaries were celebrated around the world, to his family he was simply the most amazing and loved dad, granddad and partner. Born in Bondi, New South Wales in 1939, Pilger relocated to London in the 1960s and worked for the Daily Mirror newspaper, ITV's former investigative program World in Action and Reuters. An outspoken critic of Western foreign policy and Australia's treatment of Indigenous Australians, Mr Pilger was also an award-winning documentary filmmaker who made over 50 films. His 1979 film, Year Zero, The Silent Death of Cambodia, shot less than a year after the Khmer Rouge downfall, gave a stark insight into the impact of the regime's rule. He won an Emmy Award for his 1990 follow-up ITV documentary, Cambodia, The Betrayal. Kevin Ligo, Managing Director of Media Entertainment at ITV, described Mr Pilger as a giant of campaigning journalism, who offered viewers a level of analysis and opinion that was rare in mainstream television. And to sports, in football, Melbourne Victory have ended the year at the top of the A-League men's table after a convincing 2-0 win over Adelaide United. Victory, who had most of the chances throughout the encounter, finally broke the deadlock after 73 minutes. Zinedine Marchand scored the first goal. He told Channel 10 the results come from the good environment in the team created by manager Tony Popovich. When I come here, the boss gives me the full confidence and he gives for all players confidence. And it's not easy because we are a 20, 25 player, but he tried to give uh, all players confidence and we will see in the pitch all players is happy, fight for the player, enter, put someone extra. And this is good. And that's the latest from the SBS Newsroom. 